Welcome to the Cost is Courage podcast. Being a human is hard, and courage is required to do it well. Whether you need a champion or a coach, we've got you covered. I'm Lisa Baker. And I'm Melissa Dyer. And we're so glad you're here. Welcome to episode number 34 of the Cost is Courage podcast. Today, we will be talking about courage for the future. Woo! Which is kind of funny because when we were talking about what would we say, you were leaning into uncertainty because that is the future you are looking at. And I am like, hope, hope. <laughs> <laughs> Which yes. is very um, symbolic of our dispositions, I think, too. <laughs> And I think regardless of whether the approach or your perspective, whether you're looking at the future and saying, wow, lots of uncertainty, or I'm very hopeful that some things won't be quite as uncertain as they have been the last many months, either way, it does take courage because... When you've experienced loss, you have to push to have hope. And when you've experienced uncertainty, you have to embrace that's just a part of reality. Mm -hmm. And the show still must go on. Either way, you will need courage. Yeah. I think when I think about, because I, you know, as I was thinking about this, knowing that this was the topic, you know, it's like, ultimately, there's always uncertainty in the future. Like, you know, yes. you never know. Our planners, this is, I mean, come on. That's just laughable right. the it's way like, we've been living. If you want <laughs> God to laugh, make plans. Yes. You know, it's like, and we have to make plans because yes. life and we have to, you know, like I have to register my son for his next jujitsu class if I want to make sure he yes. has a space yes. in class. Um, But you know, the, like <laughs> the jujitsu school might blow up before Thursday. So right. like, maybe that's pointless. Like you, you don't really ever know. And so I think that's where like, for me, it's always like, when I think about the future, it's like dealing with the uncertainty that like you, you have hopes, you have dreams, you have vision, you have expectations, you have something that you really want to see happen, but you really just never know, you know? And so I know like way back in episode six, we talked about courage and uncertainty and back in episode 18 we talked about courage and hope and yep. so I feel like now here as we're getting closer to the end of 2020 and all yes. that it has taught us about increased levels of uncertainty yes. and more desire that like hope that 2021 could be different although December 31st isn't any like magical change no. date but I we're find, hoping I know I've I find I am saying this consistently. We've all changed because of this experience we've all gone through. How that change gets expressed is designing partly the future we will be experiencing. Mm -hmm. We are not going to all of a sudden one day walk into a future that's been designed without our participation 
that will be free of uncertainty or just 100% full of hope or completely structurally grounded. People want to say, I want to get back to normal. Really, we want to move back into something that's familiar. Well, we have to bring that with us into the future. We have to pull out from our history what we would like to see carry forward so that we have some things that are familiar, you know, that grounds us a little bit, and be open to the fact that things will be different than they've been. We've changed, the environment's changed. So it's this, it's not um, an either or, it's an and. Like, Mm -hmm. and bring your uncertainty, bring your hope, put it together, put some PB and J in the middle (laughs) and 2021 baby. (laughs) Well, I think the reason the future requires courage is because like we, we like to be in control. Yes. We like to know. Right. We like things to go our way. All of this just also feels very much like I'm talking about my four-year-old, but it's all of us all the time. (laughs) Yes. This is like the, um, all the uh, varnish off of those realities have faded away because we, you know, have this illusion that, oh, we're not like that. Yes, you are. I just took away a lot of things that you liked. You are like that. We're, We're all dealing with that. And I think... If you had a lot of loss in 2020 or change or however it moved your cheese, um, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? There was, you know, there's things that can be gleaned that you can carry forward that you can say that was good. Things that were canceled or changed, now other new things are possible because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for us, like we, we canceled huge, huge plans. And I mean, and this was before COVID, but you know, to make room for the possibility of adoption, Yep. you know, and even in thinking about the future, you know, cause the adoption isn't final yet at the time of this recording. And we, you know, really like, there's still so many unknown pieces. And so I think, you know, when you think about the future can be scary because it's like, well, like, so in this example for myself, like, well, what if it doesn't go through? What if something happens and we can't adopt these children and right. we have to give them up, you know? And I think it helps me to stay very focused in the present and to be very grounded in my values and to know where my choices are coming from. Right. And so it's like, well, even if that very terrible, difficult thing were to happen in the future, like I'm very good with the choices I'm making right now. And I wouldn't give up the opportunity to love these children now, you know, and stepping into this whole process, we always knew that there was that risk and, you know, there's no point in us worrying about the future and preparing ourselves for potential pain that might not ever come. Right. But that to keep taking it one day at a time and to really stay grounded in our values. And, you know, for us, it's our confidence in God that, you know, helps us to feel okay that like we can hold the future more loosely. It's okay for it to be unknown. It's okay to have to pivot over and over again um, because we're just rooted in our values and the choices that we make day to day. Yes. I liked it when you said, well, 
I'm going to put some things out there that I would like to see happen. And I do think that's a great um, way to shift our thoughts about planning and thinking in future terms, because we maybe used to think that if we put something on the calendar or we made a plan for something, it was way more concrete than it actually was. And now if something isn't as concrete as it once was, we may, we may not want to put the effort to move in that direction or hope for it or have the courage to even aspire to it. So we can say, well, I would like for this to happen. And then I'm going to move in that direction accordingly, but understanding it may not happen and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think when you live your life that way, you're probably always going to live to the better anyway than if you just completely resist being humble. I mean, if you have no courage for the future, that is really the definition of having no hope. Yeah. Not a great place to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't often think about my future self and how my future self would feel looking back and saying like, looking at what my motives in the present were, like that if I let fear make my decisions or if I held back from, for example, after I got divorced, if I had held back from getting into another relationship because it's like, well, because I might, like, I don't ever want to get hurt like that again. It's like, do I want that fear of pain or that fear of feeling to have right. made those decisions for me? Like, how would my future self feel looking back? Um, and that has often helped me to make the, like, take the risks in the present or to be willing to engage in the hard thing now. If nothing else, we're building resiliency. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I was going to say always, but always if we'll allow it, yeah. <laughs> you know, if we're willing to step up and step in to the so, hard stuff. Because so I feel like that's where the, like, that's all always where the magic happens, you know, is in the vulnerability. I right. mean, that's why we talk about courage in the first place. Like why we have all these conversations, why we had all these conversations before we ever had a podcast. It's right. Like, I know. Because we know that the magic like the true depth and magic of life is in the vulnerable places is like in willing to take the risks. Otherwise you live small and no growth. Mm -hmm. We want to live into growth and living the most fulfilling and extraordinary life that we possibly can, which will require us to have courage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as we're approaching the end of the year, be thinking about what do you need the courage for in 2021? Maybe you want to write it down. Maybe you want to actually say, it's okay if I had plans and they didn't go through, but it's okay to try to have plans again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think learning to hold plans loosely yes you know and not being kind of devastated it's okay and it's okay to be disappointed but not being so wrecked if things don't go quite as you expect you know kind of being able to pivot and make that change you know I know we have plans for 2021 but I know we're also holding them extremely loosely because our plans require 
adoptions to be finalized, which we have no control over, requires COVID to basically stop being a thing, which we have even less control over, you know, and so we're making plans as we can and working towards the future as we can and just holding it really loosely. Well, yay me. I have another graduate right around the turn, so I'm hoping that it's not going to be like last spring for my 2020, but we're still going to move to the future and consider that that's going to happen even as we speak, trying to get a reboot plan for the failed college plans. And that and that's just a normal, I think we're looking at it like our big scale of life. But if you really get into anything and you're learning and you realize you get out there, something didn't work, it didn't go right. This is, this is something that we use all the time. We get out there. Maybe it didn't work out the way we planned. We needed to adapt and pivot. We're just not used to it being on such a, you know, broad scale, but where we would say the future, like this big giant banner over something that we probably use on a much smaller scale. And I think that if you've, if you've been in business and you tried, or you get out there relationally and you've tried and it hasn't worked, you still, you hold on to having hope for the future you know, having the courage that I can still go after it again. We can try again. I can have hope for it. It's okay. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm still going to get back out there. Mm -hmm. All the many things we've talked about. And just because it happened on such a big scale, we shouldn't allow that to hold us back completely from using what we already know to do on a small scale that we've probably had to apply somewhere in our life somewhere. Get back at it with courage. 2021, the more we uh, look into that year with courage, the better year it will end up being for all of us. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Cost is Courage. Being a human is hard, and to do it well, it's going to cost some courage. If you enjoyed this episode, one way you can tell us is by writing us a review. That would mean so much to us. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Thursday. And don't forget to check out the show notes for resources, tips, and other fun surprises. Bye for now.